It is indeed uh, the Jet Set Breakfast thought leaders uh, coming through this morning. Uh, we catch up in conversation with Debu Pufani, who is the uh, project manager for life-changing projects. Uh, they're based out in Pretoria and they were established back in uh, two, 2012, a homeless shelter that houses 180 men currently, and they've got a winter drive happening. But before we get to the winter drive, Debu how are you? I'm blessed in yourself. How are you? Oh, and good morning to the listeners. We are blessed to mm. be alive indeed. We are blessed to be alive. Um, before we even get to the the uh, winter drive, maybe just some quick background on life-changing projects and how the homeless shelter came about. Because I do know from my research that you yourself at some point found yourself homeless and uh, on, the, on the streets for 11 years. Yes, most definitely. Um, I'll get to the life-changing project. Mm. Uh, it started as life-changing ministry because the founder, uh, yes, namesake, and and the the husband, they 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 were doing an out an outreach through the ministry. Mm. But since COVID came, level five, <clears throat> things didn't go the way things were planned on uh, housing the homeless people, as you have seen. Yeah. So they they found in themselves to to open their their churchyard here in Akasia and house the people. That's when because of their outreach, the city of Tswane recognized them. Mm. And <clears throat> sorry about my voice. It's okay. And and now they 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 subsequently became funded to house the the homeless people. So now mm. one can say thanks to COVID nineteen for putting a spotlight on homelessness so that's how it came about of now having this thriving center and before then they they are npo already mm. has been in existence now for eight years mm. so it's just now that we have streamed line from ministry to a non-profit organization so to be relevant I got you. I got you. And in terms of your personal story, just a, a quick overview. You know, I think so So often when people, um, you know, think homelessness in South Africa, uh, we're very flippant about it, very nonchalant about it. And uh, I think we're very one-dimensional in thinking how people came to be homeless, uh, you know. And, and there's all kinds of, of scenarios that lead someone to leaving their home, whether voluntarily or not, uh, and finding themselves on, on the streets of, of, of Johannesburg. Yeah, about Debo Patrick Impufani being homeless for 11 years. Uh, I, I, I grew up having problems with uh, my spine. Mm. So now growing up, and if you can hear me, I'm a serious extrovert. Mm. So I, I took it upon myself to come to the city of Tswane and find healing for my own spine. Mm. So I found out that I've got uh, spinal arthritis, or in, in medical terms, it's called Bartstrom disease. Now, mm. for medical alert people, uh, between my L5 and my S1, there's no disc. Mm-hmm. So it's bone-to-bone friction. Mm. So the pain is very excruciating. Mm. So now, with that good intentions of leaving the Northwest province and coming to Houghton province for healing, uh, the money that I had de- got depleted. Mm. So I found myself waiting for assistance and tests at, at the, uh, the the health facilities I went to for, for mm. answers, if one can say. And now the money got depleted. 
because of me being a man who said I'm not going to live here with zero results and go home. Mm. Let me uh, let, let me strive out the the streets for a while, waiting for that. But now, not knowing mm. that now I'm opening myself to the harshness of the other side of of the tracks, mm. where I found now the the pavements became a sponge. I was Bridget, and they just suck. They, they just suck you in mm. to a point that you even forget the reasons why you came about being where you are at that moment. Mm. And I'm not glamorizing all of this because I'm now the project manager of this site. It's mm. a harsh life. It's it's a it's a survival mode all the way. Absolutely. And instead of that, you've got the other people who think they will never be homeless in their lives. Who will they will ill treat you mm. like you are not a human yourself? There's a lot of stigma. There's a lot of abuse. There's a lot of this and that and being used and whatever. And now, because uh, that kind of drove me mm. to be where I am today and set the record straight that no one leaves the warmth of their homes or their bedrooms mm. and say, I'm going to be homeless tomorrow morning at half past seven. Absolutely. There are a lot of reasons behind it. Some people, there's a, I'll get this small thing, uh, example. There's a young lady, if you know, in the African culture, where we mm. we were going for a night vigil. Mm. Now, the poor lady, because if they're in a village, she decides to go for a night vigil. Five in the morning, she wants to dash home mm. to make a bit of porridge for the youngsters who she left because she's heading that household. Mm. On her way back, she got gang raped. Mm. So now, Fast forward, she's now HIV positive. Mm. In the village, HIV is now taboo. Stigmas. And it's like, yeah. now, the poor lady, because for the security of the youngsters surviving in that village, she sacrifices herself to leave and go make ends meet for them in the town which she has never been. Mm. So now, fast forward, she will use what she came on as with. Yes. And now that leads to prostitution, that leads to human trafficking, that leads to drug and substance abuse. Now someone who's driving the beautiful car, the robot, who someone labeled the person as, you see, drug dealers. You see people who don't listen without rolling down your window and asking the F&B question, how can I help you? Then you'll be knowing how to assist. I got you, but you know, I feel like we should have allocated more time to this conversation because it is such a pertinent conversation. And just looking at the clock, we are now chasing the news. But before we run out of time, um, the homeless shelter um, that you are involved with, obviously life-changing projects in Pretoria, housing 180 men who've come to be homeless for various circumstances. A quick one: you're running a winter tacky drive, and you're aiming to have to to together a thousand and pairs of sneakers for both the men you house at the shelter and other people of need uh, on the streets. Um, how can we help in a minute or less? Okay, here's the thing. We are an oasis here in Pretoria, North Acacia, and we have men who are vulnerable. They are now in flip-flops, it's cold, and you have a lot of turkeys in your closet. Please come share with us. The more we have, the more, because we're acting now as a pillar or to assist others who are around us or a beacon. Mm. So in, in, in short, we hear, please come and dump us with your unwanted techies so we can help others. Because now rheumatism is mm. out there, they're getting cold, and now we'll be making our lives a bit difficult because the guy's mm. confidence depends on the food way that I they are you. in.
I got you. Uh, but Debu Khumpufani, thank you so much for sharing your story uh, and enlightening us. If you want to get, invo- uh, get in contact rather with Debu Khum, um you can call him on the number 065-275-0681. That's 065-275-0681. Um, not just for the tacky drive, but perhaps you have other resources uh, that you are able to help life-changing projects. Uh, they deal with 180 vulnerable men who found themselves homeless for one reason or another um, and specific to this winter they are asking you and appealing if you do have sneakers or shoes um, that you can pre-loved and still in dignified condition that you can pass on onto them um, so that they can pass on to those who need it the most please be in contact uh, and if you have other skills and other resources that you can lend to an organization like this um, that conversation is always open to be taken up as well uh, Nomsa standing by with the news